on the Living Blessed Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Living Blessed, po- blessed, <laughs> Living blessed Podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad. And has joined me. This is uh, just so everybody knows, we do these it's podcasts. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of a very, very long, long day. It's after the kids go to bed mm-hmm. and uh, and we kind of regroup. Then we sit down and we do these podcasts because we love doing them. But yes, yeah, sometimes we do jumble our words. <laughs> we had a good day today. We had a beautiful An day. Exceptional day. And that's why we wanted to do a podcast today. Um, we uh, we took some family time. It's been, you know, it was since we moved, since we left Las Vegas, it's been very, very hectic. It's been trying to find a home, and that took two months, over two yep. months. Yep. And and we were getting down to the wire, and it was, uh, gosh, you know, so that was stressful. Um, finding a job, income, which uh, is kind of ironed out, but not completely ironed out yet. We're still living in faith there. We're living <clears throat> probably in one-third of our where we used to. Right, so. but I think that's a good thing. <laughs> I think it's, in you know, it's been a great thing. Um, one is just realizing the excess that you get used to and you take for granted and it, that you really don't need, you know, in your life. And it's just, I think, getting caught up in the things of the world. You know what it was, for the eye-opener for me is I'm when... I'm being very deep and philosophical. Well, well, I'm backing you up here because <laughs> the thing of it is, is when we moved, uh, I had two pickup truck loads full of stuff that was stuff we couldn't sell and nobody would want if we wanted to give it away. It was just junk that we took out and we threw to the dump. And I, and I, I looked at that and I got, okay, how many vacations would that be? You know, right. it's just stuff that you buy that is just like, oh, just tough. man. And you don't even realize you have it because we started downsizing. You got this, this, you know, this desire, need, whatever you were, you know, okay, we got we to gotta start downsizing. Over the summer. Yeah. Like that and was so, way before that so happened. So we downsized months before and thought, yep. wow, we really accomplished something. <laughs> yeah. And then we start moving this stuff and go like, oh my gosh, we got so much stuff, yes. you know? Yes. And, um, and so anyway, I just, I came away from that going before I buy, before I impulse buy anything, right. um, I'm going to say no. And if I need this, I'll come back and get it tomorrow. So the Lord granted you wishes. And yes, he did. <laughs> Even if you want to buy something, you can't. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> this whole job situation. No, even, no you but know seriously. What? It's, it's, the thing is, is that it, what is incredible is that you know, we, we've shared our story. I don't know if we shared on this pad, podcast, but in 2020, we lost everything with the shutdown. Oh, like but basically, I mean, how many people did, right? And, so many that and, we know. you know, we, like, people really lost their whole livelihoods and we never lost our home or, you know, anything major. We never went hungry, but we lost our business and you as a photographer, you lost your business and uh, Blessed Bodywear got shut down because all production got shut down. So we really couldn't get were, any material in the country. Couldn't get any material. And even if we did, all of our cutting is done in LA and we purchased from a distributor out of LA. Right. And California well, shut, shut down. down. Right. And so we literally didn't have inventory for and then, a year. Of course, um, you know, the, the facility that we had, our manufacturing facility that we had our own. We'd let the, that go. The, the rent kept creeping out. Like they'd never stopped charging us rent. So we had to let that go because we couldn't afford it. So anyway, we lost everything in 2020. And in 2021, 
literally by july like we left las vegas in august by july i think it was the first month that we put that we got caught up in our personal bills not our not our business debt but our personal debt and we put a little bit aside in a bank which got <laughs> which wasn't very much and it got which gobbled up in a hurry when got it moved. gobbled up when it moved so anyway <laughs> But, but it's incredible because the thing is, is that, you know, our kids would never know. Um, we never went in doubt. And we really realized, like for me, I packed up a small suitcase, that, probably the same amount that I would pack up to spend a week in California. Like if we went, oh, let's spend a week in California, I'll pack up the same suitcase. And I've been wearing. <laughs> it sounds like we ever did that. <laughs> we did. We've gone out there for work. Yes, but uh, either I've been saying, doing photo shoots or business no, meetings. The or, whole month of June, we went to California because no, you were there for work. I was there for work. Yeah. My point is, I've been wearing the same clothes for three and a half months. Yes, <laughs> since <laughs> since August eighth, and you really do make them look good. Since August eighth, <laughs> yeah, I've been wearing the same clothes. Well, because we moved out here, we just whatever we could fit in the van. That's what we took and. You know how many... It's the same for me, though, same for the kids. It's just... How but, many suitcases full of clothes I have in a storage unit. But in here's Vegas. the reality <laughs> about Florida is that, that I what do you need? need? You need a couple pairs of shorts and you need some shirts, right? Sure, sure. And some flip-flops and... You do need a lot less here. Yeah, yeah, you do. But, it, you know, there was a sermon tonight, church. You know, we have church on Saturday nights and, and this is said, we're recording this on Saturday so right. we can have it ready for Tuesday morning. But... Um, church tonight was about uh, perspective and isn't that all perspective well right? let's just did like and, and it was a great sermon where i'm thinking man i got some stories for you you know right. <laughs> because you know i go back to the whole COVID experience and it was probably it was a turning point in our marriage it was a turning point with our kids it was a turning point in business yep i've never in my life done so much self-evaluation found a whole new career path that I really didn't realize, like I didn't really think about or care about right. and certainly never realized that, that it was so Woodful. wonderful. It was something yeah. that I would really fall in love with. Right. And, and then with our business, we ended up, we didn't lose the business. Which is a miracle. Right. Yeah. But, but uh, Elaine came in as a partner and we were able to keep it afloat, right? right. And, and find other ways to feed the family and, and like that. And we made it through and we made it through only by the grace of God because mm -hmm. I still don't know how we made it through. I know. You know, but there was always enough money for groceries and everybody got fed, right? And so it strengthened my faith in God. Uh, our marriage has never been better because when you, we, we had at, for most of the shut, like the lockdown, we had 10 people mm -hmm. living in our home mm -hmm. because we were looking after people that didn't have a place. Mm -hmm. And and so 10 people not leaving the house, really not, I mean, leaving the house, yes, we go walk around, but- Well, hardly. Really, but very, very little. Remember for months, the only things that were open were the grocery stores and that's it. Right, no, I mean, but we could still go to the park or go, you know, yeah. go walk around the block or something. Yeah. But, but, so yes, we could, you know, you know that's it yeah we could literally leave the house but there was no place to go yeah i remember you and i went and did a photo shoot downtown vegas and we could have fired a cannon off on the strip and not hit anybody that's right you know that's right it was cop cars and that was it yeah and so 
but all of that made our marriage better, made everything better. And, and what it is, is I, I realized that how much I used to spend, which I think is normal for most people. I, I, we were never extravagant that way. No. But, you know, it could just always justify a new t-shirt or a baseball cap or, mm-hmm. oh, my sneakers, I got to replace my sneakers or, you know, mm-hmm. there's always a reason to spend money. The other one was going out to eat you know when you got kids and you going out to eat all somebody the time. gives yeah. you some relief and, and watches your kids for you you go out and you eat right you know well it's nothing to drop a hundred bucks you know mm-hmm. and and of course we couldn't do that and i was shocked on how little we could live on mm-hmm. and the cool thing is is that we have just learned to live on that little money. So we're out here in Florida now and we're existing on very, very, I've never existed on this little money mm-hmm. uh, in probably since I was in high school. Right. You know, but it's really, uh, and our quality of life is not less. Right. One of the things I love about Florida that we really couldn't do in Vegas all the time is here, the weather's nice year round. Mm-hmm. Like we're, you know, end of November, uh, sneaking up on Christmas and we're still in the mid to high seventies, you know, sometimes eighties, you know? And so you can go down to the beach and walk down the beach and you're wearing shorts and flip-flops all the time. So, um, you know, like today, I we know went, Cadence is like, so Christmas is coming. When is it going to snow? I'm like, well, <laughs> it's snowing now, baby, but not here. <laughs> yeah. It, it's pretty crazy when you realize that most of the country, I mean, even in Vegas, Elaine called yesterday and it was like 36 in the morning mm-hmm. when she was walking her friend's dogs. And I was like, wow, you know, I, I remember that, but we're, we're far from it. It does make a difference. I think we're I very outdoorsy. Canadian friends. I think of my Canadian oh, friends. That, yes. And I, I really, my heart goes out to you guys. If you're listening, you know, um, I'm not that cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's today. No, we're I, walking Canada, the- Canada, parts of Canada are extremely beautiful. <clears throat> and it really and is. Winter's there, uh, like in Kelowna, you know, the West Coast. When you get into those more rugged areas, northern Saskatchewan, you know, Alberta in the mountains and like that, it, it's just so beautiful. I'm a Western Canadian kid, right? And it's just so beautiful. And winter there is bearable, mm-hmm. you know. I hate the cold, but it's bearable because it's so beautiful mm-hmm. but i i just really I, I left there over 20 years ago and i just don't have a desire to go back in the winter time you know i've had that experience and i really don't want to go back to it i'm just not a guy that likes cold weather yet i meet people that love cold weather yes I, and all oddly the time. a lot of people in florida complain about the lack of seasons and i'm right. going are you out of your freaking mind <laughs> like, and then again, right perspective, perspective too, because I do have a friend that she moved to Vegas from the Midwest, mm-hmm. and she just could not be happier living in a desert with you know the heat didn't bother her, the winter was mild, sunny around because that's the thing about Vegas is that it's sunny, so sunny. We get so much blue sky, there. blue sky all the yeah. time, and I was like. Oh my gosh, it's so hot. And then, you know, in, in fall, it's so windy. And it's windy and cold in fall. Plenty. There's two months where it's actually like, ah, oh, this is nice. You right? know, and then for me, has always been Southern California weather. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but then there's people, I remember I took my parents there and it was what, June uh, 2018. And they're like, 
this is summer in California. It's so cold. Like we wake up, right. we have to wear a hoodie. And so it's all perspective. It is. Right? Well, that was a sermon tonight and it was, uh, it was a very powerful, you know, and, and I always go back to, uh, I'm going to read it here. I'm, I'm, let me find it. But it's one of my most favorite verses because it, you know, when I first read it, I thought, oh yeah, right. You know, whatever, you know, but then you really think about it and you think about the things, the hardest times we're athletes, we go to the gym, we lift weights or we run or we do different things. And really, if we go and, you know, our muscles are burning, our lungs are on fire, we're gasping for air, you know, can't move or, you know, lift our arms or anything like that, we say... Oh, that was a good. That was a great yeah, workout. That was right? a great workout. If we went there and we didn't break a sweat, we go and say, "Oh, that was awful." Kind of went through the motions, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And so that's the thing is we equate that success and happiness and sense of accomplishment from with pain. From well, from discomfort. Yeah. We'll call it discomfort, yeah. right? I and call in, it because uh, you can't in James, sit in the toilet. James next, one next verse day. two: My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And, and, <laughs> and, and again, you know, I'm, I'm talking to some people that I, like, there's still some people, because we never really told a lot of people we were leaving Vegas. It was very a sudden thing. And I still was just talking to somebody the other day and says, are, are you not in Vegas anymore? And no, no, man, we're in Florida. Like, right. Oh, really? What happened? You right. know? So then I tell them what happened in the chain of events and they're yeah. going, Oh my God. Right. <laughs> and I'm going, no, no, it was the best thing ever. It was the best thing for our family. It's right. the best thing for you and I. It's, it's just been like, I wake up every morning pinching my, th thanking God and then pinching myself because I can't believe it's, it, we're here, you know? Yeah. And, um, and that's the thing is if we, I think there's this inherent thing, uh, in, in, in virtually all cultures, that I'm aware of anyway around the world where, you know, we, you seek that comfort. Human beings. Yeah. That we equate that with success is comfort. You right. know, uh, a lack of hardship is success. We're doing well. If there's no hardship, you know, we talk about that, but the reality is, is that's the beginning of death. That's when we stop trying. That's when we stop being our best. Right. You know, when things get really, really hard, that's when you see the best come out in everybody. And oh my gosh, you know, we've seen that in, so many people have seen that through COVID. That's that's been a, a global thing. Yeah. But since then, with this, you know, move, and uh, you know, my career right now, I've got all kinds of things that I'm underway doing, but nothing's generating income yet. Right. Right. And so, blessed bodywear is our job. And uh, and by the way, this show is brought to you by blessedbodywear.com. <laughs> uh, but Thank no, goodness. blessed bodywear is our job. And and the thing of it is, is that we're going through this thing. I'm going through this thing and basically giving it a facelift from the ground up now and looking at some of the things that we never had time to fix before that I'm fixing. And it's going to end up being so much better than, than it was. Right. And so I look at it and I go like, really? Everything is a blessing when you see it that way. It's perspective. Yeah. And so when something hard comes into your life, having kids, you know, uh, you know, today we went to this park thing. We didn't, we didn't eat enough because we were in a rush to get out there. We didn't eat enough. You we didn't got, enough. I didn't eat enough. <laughs> we get out there and then it, we reached this point where this little playground within this amazing botanical gardens, it's just, 
it's just the most amazing place. Mm-hmm. And we had an incredible time until we got to the playground. For the first hour. Yeah. yeah. We get to the playground and it's the way it's set up. You can't really see where your kids are. Yeah. And so... You start panic a little bit. Yeah. And so you and I stopped talking and holding hands and walking down this gorgeous path, walking through this gorgeous, you know, preserve type right. place. And, uh, and, and the kids all excited about the different things they're seeing and the animals. And, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, you go there, you go there. And we're, you know, it, it was just the most stressful thing. And then Cadence had some beef with some little girl, you know, and, and because six year olds do that, because six year olds <laughs> do that. And Cole didn't want to go down the thing. And, you know, it, it was just like this. Right. And so it just became a gong show. And I just got stressed out. Like right. I, I really got stressed. out. It was like, okay, Anna, we got to go. Right. Like I've had enough now. Right. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that, uh, I look at that and I go, okay, was that a good experience? Well, no, it wasn't. I'd want to do a lot of things different. But the thing is, is as soon as the kids were in bed before we did this podcast, as we always do, is, okay, what went wrong today? Right. Why did it go wrong? Not not whose fault was it, but why did it go wrong? And what can we do better? You said what you could do better. I said what I could do better. And you know what? We're going to have a better family tomorrow because of it. Right. And so that's the thing. Even with stuff like that, you go, okay, that was an awesome first hour. And then just felt a crap after that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, man, I never want to go back to that place. You know, how could you do this? You know, and Bad the kids memories, you want to give yeah. the kids, you want to chew them out, but they're little kids. They're right. just being little kids. And I'm just annoyed with everybody there. And like, yep. oh, I can't stand people, you know? Yeah. That's always my thing. And then we broke it down. We actually broke it down after and said, no, it wasn't that. But had you eaten, Terry, right, and not been hungry and tired and like that, maybe you would have more. You know, you, so, so we just worked through it and realized, okay. And, and the point is, when you do that, if, if you do this, if you do this yourselves, you guys, you can't, you can't fall in that trap of A, getting defensive and blaming yourself for something or blaming somebody else for something. It's not about who it's not about finding the smoking gun, it's about solving the problem. You can find who's to blame. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to make your relationship better. Mm-hmm. Solving the problem makes your relationship and your life better. And so it can't be about and so and you and I do that all the time and so we're at this point where it's, I'll tell you what I did wrong. I don't have to wait for you to tell me. Mm-hmm. Then I'll admit that I did something wrong. You can tell me how it made you feel and I can apologize for it and vice versa. And, and, and it becomes this very, very productive thing. And so even something like that, where I go like, man, that turned into a, it was an amazing day that quickly turned into a crappy day. Right. And I, you know, and, and I'm saying like, okay, I never want to go back to that playground thing again. That's stupid. You know how they do it. It's just stupid, you know, and people, you know, and, uh, and the thing of it is, is we came away with something that makes our marriage better and we're, we're going to be better parents because of it. Right. Cause we can just do it differently. And that's the thing, because when you're tired and you're not thinking straight and it was a very stressful, it was actually dangerous because you can't keep track of your kids and you mm-hmm. have three and they all want to do something different and go somewhere different. So you're, you know, you're trying to keep track of them and you don't know some sicko is going to walk out with your kid and it's like you just like 
like you said, you just want to leave and never go back. But how about the next time you just have a different plan knowing that that might happen, you know, and also you can exit in a better way. Well, what we talked about, and this really, really worked, was your tactic that you came up with some time ago, but we didn't do it today, is before we go somewhere, we lay out the ground rules to the kids. Before they're all excited and overstimulated and not thinking, you know, we we talk to them beforehand. You, You always used to do this. We didn't do it today. Yeah. But uh, we were in a hurry to get out there because it was exciting. But when you, every time you talk to our kids and brief them ahead of time on what we're doing and what our expectations are. Yep. And if this happens, this is what we're doing. When you do that, they are a million times better behaved. Right. You know, because right. it's fresh in their mind and they know, right? Right. And they remember, and, yeah. Yeah, and that's oddly, it's, and, and it's better to do that because they don't feel bad about themselves. Yeah. You know, they just, yeah, okay, okay. You know, and they're all on board and we all go out there as a family. It's so much better than chewing them out after for doing something they shouldn't have done. Right. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. So, but this is the whole thing is that, you know, these bad things, they can... It's, it can be the source of a fight and cause relationships to unravel. Stand there and scream and yell at your kids or punish your kids because they did something instead of sitting back and looking at it more analytically and go, okay, how can we benefit from this? And we didn't really scream at them at the park. They just were upset because they, they, they didn't want to leave. They didn't want to leave, yeah. And, and they wanted you know, to go on top of the pirate ship one more time. And <laughs> there was... You know, toddler pl- problems. They're right. not toddlers anymore, but... It's still toddlers. Yeah, and they've got zero situational awareness. So you're walking down this little path and they're standing in front of people and won't move. And yeah, so it's just just this cumbersome running in quicksand stuff. (laughs) That's pretty much it. (laughs) You know, just running in quicksand. So they were just very upset to leave because they were very excited to be there in that craziness. And so we're going to have a better plan next time. Yeah, but that's the whole point is this perspective thing and invite these trials. Because they make you better. They make you stronger. And what they do is they do give you more patience. It's hard to see that at the time. I'll look at something like this and go, okay, next time when that happens, I now know what to do Mm -hmm. because we talked about some tactics we can use or strategies we can use. Right. Um, You know, when you run into that problem, now you feel more equipped to deal with it. We're there and I just want to get out of there. Yes. Right. I have a hard time being around a lot of people anyway. Right. And uh, and when it's a lot of people and a lot of kids and other people are getting annoyed and you know I don't, but what I do is I'm I'm very very paranoid about places. Oh, so am I. With mm-hmm. where kids where you can't see your kids yeah. <laughs> even for a second, and it's just the way that that playground is designed. It's you you can't you can't keep track of them so. Um, that was very, we very could, stressful. We can't even keep track of each other right. there. So if you're at one, because there's a couple ways they can come out. Yeah. But they're so far away from each other and there's so much bush and trees and stuff that it's almost impossible. Right. And somebody could grab your child and there's some gates you can exit there and you'd never know it. Oh, sure. You're yeah. standing there waiting for him to Billy to come down the slide and Billy's halfway to Timbuktu already, you know, right. with somebody else. Nice story. <laughs> Billy and Timbuktu, they're always there. <laughs> when you don't want to point the finger at anybody, exactly. always use Billy and Timbuktu. Or your cousin Dan. Or your cousin Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that cousin Dan. 
<laughs> I gotta tell the story. We had an accountant that, that was very, like, very to the book. Very said, pedantic. So accountant. Terry had a question. He was a great accountant for a long time. <laughs> he had a question and said, totally "Well, wasn't. how about you know if can a, we do this? If a guy was to do this, he's like." Well, I can't well, give you advice on that. but Because it, I could be, if there was a crime that occurred, I could be subpoenaed. Yeah. But uh, you could ask me a question about your cousin, Dan. <laughs> exactly. So, and Terry and I look so at I'm each like, other. Like, <laughs> I'm in a movie set now, right? My cousin, Dan. Okay. okay. Well, if my cousin, Dan. <laughs> wanted to do this, <laughs> would that be Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, that's how you solve all and the problems. That's perhaps the in greatest life. gift he ever gave us. But <laughs> 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 well, anyway, yeah. So, so that's the thing. This, uh, you know, again, I go back to the Bible, and you know, we had this day, and then you know, we church, and and it's like, off oh, right there. That's what it is. Perspective, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a perspective on our kids, perspective on each other. You know, you don't want to make things difficult for anybody. I don't want to, you know, they're just being kids. You know, they're developed only to a certain point and there's, they're only capable of so much. And, and having that perspective rather than, you know, thinking bad things. Cause it's so easy. You know, you hear so many, especially with spouses where, well, she's this way or he's this way, you know, and when we do that, we put them in a box and we don't give them the ability to do anything or have anything else perceived mm -hmm. that it's anything other than that. And I think it's a very dangerous thing. And I think uh, something that was passed on to me, it was actually in a book that I read and, and we do it. And it's probably the most outside of prayer. It's the most powerful thing, the power, most powerful strategy that we or tactic that we use to solve problems is at the end of the day, you know, how did we do? Right. How did you do to, how did I do today, Anna? You know, how right. was I as a husband and as a father and as a businessman? And, and you'll be honest with me and I'm honest with you, but it's never in a hurtful way. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and it's never to make you feel guilty. It's intended to make you do better. Yeah. And it usually comes with the suggestion, you know, and then having the ability to self-evaluate and go, mm -hmm. you know, what I didn't do today is I didn't do this. And we've gotten to that point now, but you can't be defensive and you can't be accusatory. You can't be offensive either. Right. You just have to be honest and open, knowing that, again, perspectives, the perspective is, is we're going to fail. We're going to do things wrong. We're going to th do things we learned from our parents and grandparents. We're going to do, you know, but this is our life now and our circumstances. So we have to create our own culture and our own rules at home and our own family. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most important thing that. That's the lesson. yeah. And it's the most effective tool. I think that we have that in prayer and we spend a lot of time in prayer, a lot of time in prayer. We pray with our kids. We pray with each other. Wrote an article on prayer today, but that's for another podcast. That's the only way. That's for another podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we'll be back Very next soon. Tuesday yeah. with another episode, 8 a.m. Uh, you can check out livingblessed.tv for more stories and other stuff. We're going to start doing vlogs here pretty quick, right? Really? You excited about that? 
Sure. I think today could have been a vlog because our kids were hilarious. <laughs> could have I haven't laughed that hard in a long, long time. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Thanks for listening, folks. Blessbodywear.com. Uh, we had a Black Friday sale. You could check it out. There might be still some. I think there's still some things on sale, right? I think so. Okay. And there's some new stuff coming. So <laughs> thanks for listening. God bless. Talk to you again soon.